Adding wholesale as a channel to your store is a great way to increase revenue. But how do you offer customer-specific pricing in Shopify? Well, there's a bold app for that. It's called Customer Pricing, and it's great for wholesale, of course. But it's also cool to add things like a VIP program, where you reward your best customers. It's so easy to use. To put a customer in a price group, you tag their customer account. That's it. Or if you want to get fancy, the app could do it automatically for you, tagging customers into groups based off how much they've spent, how often they've ordered, where they're from, or what products they purchased. For example, let's say a customer spends $500. We could automatically tag them as silver, and they get 5% off. Then when they've spent 1000 or more, they get tagged gold, and now they get 10% off. And with the tagging by product purchase feature, you could actually sell a membership product and then give members a discount, not unlike a Costco or a Sam's Club. Now, as an unofficial Shopify podcast listener, Bold is offering you their customer pricing app free for two months. Just go to kurtelster.com bold, and you can install it from there to get the exclusive offer. kurtelster.com bold. What's the number one customer support request you get? I bet it's, hey, where's my order? My friends at Ventov, makers of SEO Meta Manager, have a solution for this. It's called Order Lookup, and it lets customers look up their orders, right, good name, with either their email or order number, reducing the order inquiries you get in your inbox. We use it on our own high-volume Shopify Plus client stores, like Hoonigan and Yvonne Stells to provide real-time order info to customers with a fully customizable order lookup page, so you can keep that thing on brand. And hey, if you're a dropshipper, it even works with ePacket. You can get a seven-day free trial when you search order lookup in the App Store. Today on the unofficial Shopify podcast, we are discussing new features. Oh my gosh, everyone likes shiny new toys, bells and whistles. So we're going to talk about all the new stuff coming to Shopify that they announced exactly a week ago, last Wednesday. And we'll go through that. We'll give you uh, our, we'll give you the straight dope on, on what's coming and what to care about and what it means for your store. And then we are going to do a store teardown of a super cool store I found. I think we're going to do more of these these dual dual man double team teardowns on these these websites because um, they go well. They're fun, and we we learn a lot. Yeah. Hey, this is this is about edutainment. Okay, it's Mister Rita. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. It's a nice yeah. day outside. I'm feeling good. We had, a real, we had a good like stats day for all the Illinois health stuff, so mm-hmm. we get to like go places next week. Whoa, I'm not I'm not there yet. Like I really want to get a big boy haircut, but that scares me. Well, get a pair of clippers and have your lovely wife just run them over your head, as that is what that's what happened to me last weekend. I also I've been cutting my own hair, but I can't do the back, so Julie has to do the back for me. But so far, it's it's turned out pretty good because what I've done is avoid the top. I just don't mess with the top. I do the sides and back, and hope for the best. You just really, you're just trying to get that 1994 Conan just really high. Well, up. I could sl- no. Well, that's the problem. Now it's too long. The weight keeps me from doing the big pompadour like Conan. I like my pompadour loud. 
but it's it's got too much weight to it, so it's just kind of slick back now. Like, watch, we could go full like 2004 emo. You want it? No. Then do it. No. It's happening. No. All right, I'll skip it. All right, no. good. <laughs> I shamed, I shamed you. I just love like it. flock of seagulls, just push that forward. That was the haircut I had. It was not a good idea. It's a terrible idea. Uh, I got a new desk. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I know. You like just, tweeted you tweeted it, and then you directly DM'd me, and then also posted it in like our business Slack and in all these other places. I've seen that I desk took, like four times today. And it's awesome, right? It really was just more of a photo of computers. I didn't really see what was good about the desk. Okay, well, I could send you the desk separately. I have a, a different photo. I'll send you the desk. Oh, good. It's a pretty Isn't, awesome desk. That's what I wanted. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, so in, in client work, we launched uh, a site. We, we had all these really big sites launching. Uh, and over the weekend, Carcane Supply launched. Carcane Supply. What the heck is Carcane Supply? It's uh, Hoonigan, the automotive lifestyle brand, uh, partnered with a, another company, and we worked with it. And this is a thing that got put into the works last October when I met with these people in Vegas for SEMA. Uh, now, this is cool because it, if you head to carcanesupply.com, it'll redirect you to Hoonigan's Shopify store. And we built, inside of their existing Shopify store, a separate store with over 100,000 products. We'd never done such a thing before. And what's cool about it is the pages somehow still managed to load in two seconds, even though we have 100,000 products. That I'm very proud of. I've never managed a store with this many products and have it work out so nicely. Uh, yeah, and I mean, uh, kudos to... Uh, who, who did we get to do that uh, sidebar filtering with all the collections? What all right, so the that? apps we used, um, Booster Apps, Product Filter, and Search is really, really good. That is my go-to, like, filter and search app. It, it, it is really great. It is loading this gigantic catalog, and it's happening right away. It's, yeah. Uh, it, it works on a level that I'm shocked that I was like, wow, that worked well. Because <laughs> well, I thought initially, it was bad. We did everything we could to try and make it work without an app. And it was like, okay, collection page takes 20 to 30 seconds to load. So we knew right away that it wasn't... It wasn't going to work. And like, maybe I could have made it work with GraphQL, but I also could just get away with it using the app. Yeah, yeah the app's, it's pretty cool. Just like th from a, just purely like thinking about the performance and managing and searching through a catalog of that size. So I'll, I'll throw that in the show notes. And, I, and I just think it's a, it's just a great addition to their business because the power of Hoonigan is all this great content they create, all these great videos. And so on the uh, blog pages that they're launching the videos on, they can then, they now have that synergy of like, well, here's all the parts we used in this cool car build. You can now buy these parts directly on our own website. And I think that that's yes. like, that's, I think that's going to be huge for them. Yeah. So like, so back right there, uh, Hoonigan's an automotive lifestyle brand. So they have 20, uh, combined 20 million subscribers across all their social channels. And they create a lot of uh, content around like crazy car builds and they sell a bunch of apparel related to it that does well. And they have sponsorships and like we're not involved with the, the media and sponsorship side. Um, but what they've done to really expand on things is add, uh, make all these the 
products that they were talking about just naturally, organically as part of their videos. Now, you could, they can could link to those in their own story and sell them. It was very cool. So we learned a lot on that one. And then we also launched uh, Proven Winners Direct. So if you've ever purchased plants at Home Depot, you probably bought Proven Winners, this famous national plant brand. They're very good. Um, they sell a lot of stuff on Amazon as well. And we launched them, got them a new site, provenwinnersdirect.com. And we used some of the learnings from the the Carcane, the Hoonigan Carcane project in that I liked that filtered search app so much. And they've got uh, hundreds of products, not 100,000 products, but they're all very, like you would, they're very um, specific. Like you want these one, I want this one specific kind of plant for my garden. So this filter and search app made that work really nicely. So it's kind of cool to see like the same app work well in these two completely different use cases, brand wise anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think like it proven winners just such a beautiful looking site, but I'll throw that in there. I don't know. I wanted to pat ourselves on the back, toot our horn. The other, there's some, the other big news is there was some keynote, some webinar from some guy, some Canadian company. Did you hear about this? Uh, I don't pay attention to Canadian companies. Only like no, real no, never. Amer no, real American companies. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Screw BlackBerry. I'm glad I outlived BlackBerry. Eat it. <laughs> yes, I. How could I forget your long-running feud with BlackBerry? <laughs> I never owned one, did I? <laughs> no, I, you're right. You did not. I just want the the weird one-off versions of uh, domestic cars that they sold in Canada under different names. I don't know why they did this, but there were several like, uh, like Ford would do this especially, um, but they would sell just like the same car in Canada with a slightly different name. I don't know why. It's part of like Canadian content regulations. Like that's an arm of CanCon we don't know about. Is CanCon a thing? Do you know? I what? know that like they have to make Canadian TV. Yeah, that that that's what that's called. Where it's like you know an X uh, a show needs to have X number of like Canadian content in it, and like your radio station needs to play X number of songs by Canadian artists. That's why. And Bob that's how we end up with fabulous television productions like Shit's Creek. That's a no, wonderful show. That's just no. What I'm talking, I, I'm not sure what the regulation was, but that's why Bob and Doug existed in SCTV, is because they had like you need to have X amount of Canadian content. So they were like, well, let's just make the most ridiculous. Let's just make it the most stereotypically Canadian thing there is. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, so, of course, I'm talking about Shopify Reunite. So annually they do a developer conference called Shopify Unite. This also happens to be where they do their big their big keynote. There's an, an hour long where they pack us all into a, a conference center and various Shopify leadership come out and explain new products on their, or new new features, new products uh, on the, the Shopify product roadmap. And we get updates on that stuff. And then, of course, the bad thing happened and they canceled the conference. Every conference disappeared very quickly. And they said, well, we don't know what we're going to do. And instead, they did a, a webinar uh, called Shopify Reunite. Even though it was it was virtual and it was coming at this strange time, there was no shortage of announcements in it. Would you like to review those with me? Uh, I, we got to fill the content hole somehow, so might as well. <laughs> De, what? Get excited. <laughs> I, I need you to, to match 
I you got to mirror and match my energy. No, yeah, I need to be the exact opposite of whatever you are. If you are too excited, I need to be. If you're at twenty, I got to be at negative twenty. We got to keep it even. What if I rev- all right, I'm gonna reverse it then? Like, uh, oh no, I wasn't paying attention. They announced some stuff. Good. Talk about my ten year old. When you ask him if he practices his instrument, so I'm gonna run through these because there's quite a few. First one, and I'm doing these are roughly in the order they announced them. Um, there's no particular order here. Installment payments. Installment payments, we know, like, a firm, Klarna, Sezzle, you do this wonderful thing, it bumps average order value, in which you're able to offer people 0% financing with no credit check. This is great um, for people who don't necessarily have access to credit cards, which is more common than you'd think. And now Sezzle, or Sezzle, Shopify is offering that natively as part of Shopify Pay. Uh, So I have a question about this. When they announced it, they said... I caught the phrase, we're working with a partner on implementing that. And I, kinda, I know that that's how, that was part of the, I think that everyone scanned over that. So this is kind of how Shopify does stuff. I think this is this is kind of what they announced with the checkout last year, um, that they were working with, uh, who were the two big checkout? Oh, last year, yeah, they said, well, hey, we're working with Recharge and Bold to add native subscriptions. It's the checkout. So, and I feel like this is another one of those. But they didn't say who it was they were working with. There's three big names, but they only said a partner. So someone is in and two are out. <laughs> For all we know, it could have been Stripe. Oh, it could have been Stripe. Okay. Because Stripe, they partnered with Stripe to do Shopify payments. All right. Then I, I took that as like, we like a firm. A firm is now, you know, or Sezzle or whoever <laughs> has now been selected. Yeah, one of them gets the blessing. Yeah, and everyone else get out. No, I don't know. I'm sure we'll figure it out eventually, but no. That, but I've seen, the thing with those these, these payment gateways is number one, like the objection is, well, oh, we're just giving people more ways to go into debt. But right now they're all paying with a credit card and the interest rate on a credit card is bonkers. Like a good credit card interest rate, 16%. Yeah, it's either it's either you, they independently put it on a credit card and get banged out for 16 to 20% or you offer payments natively yourself, in which case they don't pay any interest rates. So really, if you want to be the morality police pat- patrolling other people's debt choices, you should not take credit cards. I know that one always baffles me, but yeah. So you'll you with Shopify payments, you will be able to offer zero percent financing to customers. So I like that one a lot, and I also like this feature because this is one of those ones where it's like you know it's going to be a checkbox. Go in settings, che- uh, check out, and then there's probably a checkbox in there where you turn it on. Yeah, and it's an unmitigated win because if it works like the other ones, you get all your money up front, and it dramatically increases your conversion rates. People love taking this option. And if that's the thing they need to push them over the edge, it'll definitely work. All right. What else we got here? Ooh, uh, product states. So product states, currently a product is either available or unavailable. All right. That's fine until you're dealing with a whole huge product catalog, especially one that changes a lot different inventory. And they have added, in addition to published and unpublished, now there's draft and archive. Archive is nice because it means you can get the product out of the catalog without totally deleting it. Because in the past, it'd be like, you just the stuff just accumulates in your, your product catalog. So it's just a, like an easy pain point in the admin. There's a lot of focus on like back-end stuff as opposed to front-end stuff, but there'll be front-end stuff. I kind of don't get this. Like, if it's either it's on the site or it's not. 
So why is why so do we you, need you dra- like it very if, binary? If it's draft, it's also not on the site, and if it's archive, it's also not on the site. So we've added three. But you're all <laughs> we've added your three work not is on all front end. I know. You rarely have to mess with uh, what they call the back office, the back end of Shopify. But how is draft different from unpublished? How is it, draft indicates that it is not a product not ready to be published. How is that different from just unpublished? <laughs> Well, when you're dealing, it's if you're one, if you're a sole proprietor, you're one person and you don't hire anyone, then f- you could just keep it in your head. When there's multiple people on it, it makes it much harder to figure out like what what's going on where. Like we're working on a project, and there are a whole bunch of products that were unpublished that looked like they could be published, but I have no idea if they were draft. Then I'd know. Okay, then those should not be published. And arch or archived. Okay, good. They just go away, and I don't have to worry about them. The other thing that goes along with that um, that I don't know that I wrote down. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, page activity. So product pages now support page activity. You can see who else is working on the same product as you and avoid losing work. So it sounds like it'll keep you from saving over someone else. Like, let's say you're both editing the product. Who clicks save last is the one who gets it right. So I think they added that. And that, that clearly goes along with these different uh, product states. And then right now it's just on product pages. Hopefully they're, well, they said they're going to add it to other areas, but it's nice because you've got an activity log in Shopify, but the activity log really is only detailed, particularly in orders. Beyond that, it's a little limited. So seeing that activity log get expanded, I like, because then you know who screwed it up. You know who broke what or who touched it last or who to ask about. Like, hey, can I, can I mess with this? It's really like both of those features are for people working in teams. Yeah, and that's also part of the the new performance dashboard, uh, which is the main thing that I'm very excited about, is there will be a thing you could check on in your admin that shows uh, how fast or slow your store is over time, and you can f- and it keeps track of it as a time series so you could be like all right on the 15th what did we do because ever since we did that thing our site speed has cratered and nine times out of ten oh i love this thing it's because you added a weird app but yeah i'm super into that because all the time clients are like make my site faster it needs to be faster and it's like okay well let's look at the history of your site why did you do that what does that do and then we get to figure out what the bad boys are much easier and who installed it and what they did, and we could blame them. <laughs> yeah, so like page activity and this performance dashboard, they're both just for pointing fingers. They're just it. for blaming people, which I'm all yeah. about. <laughs> the um, No, what's cool about that, that performance dashboard, so they showed a screenshot of it. It's like, all right, it, gave, it had like, it, it looked like it had two metrics for site speed, like time, first, um, first paint, which is a measure of like how fast the page renders. Um, I forgot what the other one was. But what was clever about it is it let you view it historically, like as a timeline. So you, if you're like, man, my site feels slow. Is that me or is it in my head? You could just look at this dashboard, the performance dashboard, and see, oh, on May 9th, things seem to suddenly slow down. Okay, what did we change on May 9th? Oh, we published this. We added this app. Okay, so it makes it really easy. Makes it a lot easier to figure out what's going on. Because traditionally, the problem with performance is, you know, is themes acquire... Uh, cruft like barnacles to a ship but you don't know what's what 
you know, when I say to a merchant, oh, yeah, your site's slow because it's got 45 apps installed. What can we remove? They go, well, I don't know. I don't even know what this does anymore. So I think this will make it a lot easier to troubleshoot these issues. Yeah, now, this one excited me. I'm interested in seeing how granular it is because, I mean, we've you could obviously see what site-wide problems are just by loading the homepage, but we've had problems where clients have done weird things to their collection pages. And so it's like, oh, it's actually this weird collection page thing you did that's creating a huge problem or a weird thing you've done in your product page, product pages. So it's like, will, be, will we be able to look at these things on a page-by-page basis? I hope so, fingers crossed. Well, based on how other reports work where you're able to like add a column and add your filters, I would expect that that's a reasonable assumption, but we'll see You know what happens when they roll it out. I'm happy with anything that helps us make uh make sites faster make them more performant yeah 100 percent. anything and that... along with that new storefront renderer did you catch that i did not catch that i see that in the notes i don't remember them talking about that <laughs> tell me more <laughs> all right so the the new storefront renderer so when you load a site from shopify the first thing that has to happen so the, the web browser goes to shopify says uh get me this page and then shopify renders the page first so it's like before it sends them the JavaScript and the the photos and anything else, it must first run through the page template and draw the page, right? Because let's say you've got a thousand products, you probably still just have one product page template that has to render each product request. They have written uh, some new bespoke black magic thing that will uh, decrease what they call time to first byte. So the time it takes when you say, hey, Shopify, give me that page, the delay before Shopify starts to give you the page has been reduced. That's good because that is the chief metric, that time to first byte. That's the chief metric by which Google Analytics will determine if a site is fast or slow. And so it's also what Google's using for um, their Google search ranking is largely this metric because it is just such a universal, easy way to figure out if site good or bad. Um, so... Without having to do anything else, this rolls out on your store in the background. You never think about it. You never worry about it. And magically, your store loads faster. couple cool notes. They said uh, Shopify email has been used to send 30 million emails since its surprise launch just two months ago. And it really, like the Shopify email does one thing and one thing well. It will send broadcast newsletters to people who accept marketing. They are adding scheduling to it. That was a feature that was suspiciously absent at launch was being able to schedule a newsletter that is, that's being added. Um, and the last admin one I want to talk about before we move forward is the new order index. So this is rolling out now. I saw this in, um, in a client store uh, the day before they announced it. I, so everyone will be getting this soon. Um, when you look at the orders page, which again, Paul doesn't spend a lot of time on that. When you look at the orders page, it just has more columns um, to make it easier at a glance to see like what's going on with each order. I only care about things that affect me directly. Yeah, you personally. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> sections everywhere. Tell me about sections everywhere. Uh, we Well, we talked about it last week as part of our... Um, Wondering about when we're making our predictions, when we're making our predictions, which is that you know, pages you think of if you've dealt with your home page in any way, it has sections on it that you could add and place and move around. Uh, but those are specific to the template on the back end. So once you set up a template with sections, it then looks exactly the same on all all other things that use that template. 
Whereas with sections everywhere um, or sections anywhere, I always get it wrong. Uh, you can create a section and move it around your site and it can be different on different pages. This is huge, really great, excited for it to work. Uh, still not available, I guess. They said it's currently, Sections Everywhere is currently in partner beta. So if you dig around, you can find it and play with it because I would love to know what it's going to take to retrofit this into some themes. Like picture that for people who are like, what the heck is he talking about? So you can use homepage, you can use a section on your homepage. It works really well. And if it's been implemented in individual templates, you could do it. But the catch is it only works in that one template. So if I've got product.details and I make a really fancy product page and then I apply that template to 10 products, guess what? They all get exactly the same layout. Sections Everywhere fixes that, number one. And then number two, uh, these sections, there's not like a section that become. Currently, every section is specific to a template. You can, they then, they become universal. You can use them everywhere and apps can add them. So being able to use them everywhere is nice because it's like, all right, if I've got this section that I like for my homepage, oh, well now I can use this on a blog post. Ah, finally, we can solve the problem of, and this should maybe a little bit scare some of the page builder folks, but you know, now it's going to make it a lot easier for themes to natively do much more custom stuff and for merchants to do it as well. But I want to know, like, all right, future themes will have it built into it. I want to be able to add sections everywhere retroactively to some legacy themes. And I want to know, like, A, is that even feasible and reasonable? And, you know, how much work is that going to take? Yeah, that's that's my question, too. And I I get the feeling it's not going to be feasible. <laughs> well, it's, it's a complex thing. It's like, I can't no, imagine. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not like Shopify's banned lazy for not making it feasible no! i'm saying i'm not now saying, that's in the transcript i'm saying take not. it out of context i'm saying paul no. rita shopify's bad and lazy no i'm saying it's the opposite i mean that's like a huge oh, geez, huge Rick. it's a huge huge lift and i i don't begrudge them at all if it's unable it's unable to be done i mean you know it's like uh, the mac had to dump the freaking floppy drive like at some point you gotta right. dump you gotta dump the floppy drive yes okay the big one so if that was last year's big giant announcement, this year's is Shopify Balance. Did that blow your mind? It didn't directly affect me, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Jet, this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, initially, it, it kind of didn't because the the Apple move into Apple Card and like banking, like Apple Wallet. Yeah, like well, Apple the Apple credit card and Apple getting involved in banking, and I think. Um, there's this world of like money and we think of the credit card companies as being these sort of like separate entities and they kind of have their own little stranglehold on things in terms of like people, people's finances. And I think there's so much increase in people. I'm, I don't know the right word for this in like people being able to use money. It's sort of like, okay, well, liquidity has increased. People want to pay on their phone, use their phones to pay for things. Well, now, in order for that to happen, Apple and Google kind of need to be involved in banking and payments a little bit. Um, and, you know, people want to buy things and people are buying things online. And so if people are buying things online, the company that makes the software to sell things online should probably also needs to be involved in banking online and, you know, that sort of stuff. So it's just this whole thing to make more uh, everything more liquid and payments flow more freely, I think 
inevitably leads to a world where there are a lot more people involved in payments and banking. But let's we have we skipped over what Shopify balance is. It is an attempt to add a bank account into your Shopify dashboard. So your Shopify payments, when you get that payout, ooh, I love that payout. It will get moved directly into your balance, your Shopify balance. And then that from there, you can pay bills with it. Uh, you get, and then on top of it, you get uh, a debit card that you could use at an ATM and get cash out. So you'd no longer, like Shopify um, continues its its integration. And it was really, it was really exciting and shocking when they had Shopify pay, Shopify payments, where they said, all right, we're going to be your credit card processor as well. Well, what happens to that money after it moves out of the credit card processing? It goes to your bank. All right, well, now Shopify's the bank too. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I want, I assume it's one of those things where the convenience is what will make people use it. Hey, do you want your payout faster? Use Shopify balance. And then, of course, it's no fee and no minimum. It's just part of your, your bill. Go I'm, ahead. I'm sure it does. I, I, I just wonder... Because, you know, there's a whole thing. I just remember uh, probably about 10 or 15 years ago, like Walmart has always tried to become, get involved in banking um, and like financial and like financial services. And they always kind of kept going right up to the line of what constituted a financial service before they tripped all the various federal regulations around banking and financial services. And so like they keep going forward and pulling back. And so... I know there's like a realm that you as a provider cannot step into without triggering this giant federal, you know, look at you. And so I don't know where that line is. And I'm wondering how Shopify is straddling it. Because I mean, they give you loans, right? Like they give loans, they like... Shopify capital. Yeah. So yeah, it's it sort loans. of like, okay, well, when are we, a, when are we a bank now? Like when are you legally a bank? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, flat out the... Shopify's chief product officer, Craig Miller, who was describing it, really described it as an attempt to rethink the bank account to better suit a business's needs. Yeah. So here's the literal quote. The traditional products offered by banks were created in a world that's very different. So, yeah. He's talking about, yeah, it is. Yes, they're becoming a bank. Okay. Well, maybe they worked out. Maybe they're fine with getting looked at. (laughs) Maybe they got, they figured that all out. I don't know. Could Shopify be smarter than me? Jury's still out. <laughs> uh, all right. A, a bold assertion that I am unwilling to support. Mr. Mr. Tobias Lutke seems like he could probably talk circles around us. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going toe-to-toe with a Canadian billionaire who has piercing blue eyes. Multiple right? Canadian billionaires. All right, final feature I want to talk about. They're like this, we're just doing the the highlights. There's a ton of stuff that they announced, and lots of like little stuff, like updates uh, to Flow and a lot of their apps. Um, but all right, the last big one is cross-border domains. So right now, if you want to do a multi-language, multi-currency store, and you're really committed to it, and you want to do it right, the way you should do it, best practice is. You get your Shopify Plus account, and that gives you access to multiple stores. And you run, um, you've got uh, like your .com is on one store, and then your .ca is on another store, and on down the line. And you know maybe your French store. And so each of those stores are there. It is a separate account. 
And then you've got like, you run an, an app or JavaScript across all of them to try and do geolocation and bounce people around to the right one. Instead, cross-border domains will let you run multiple domains on your Shopify store, which you could do now, but it will switch the uh, language and currency based on it. But you don't, you no longer have this hassle of like, I have to run and maintain multiple stores. I think it's cool. I mean, it saves, saves us some work in setting that stuff up for clients. What's the, the only thing I don't think we got an update on was multi-store dashboard. Oh for, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like cross-border domains, it, it solves a lot of the headache that would cause you to have a multi-store system and need a multi-store dashboard. So, but last year we got, there was a multi-store dashboard announced. I don't know what happened to that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, that was, I think that was one of my predictions two weeks ago was, oh, we're going to get updates on these things. And multi-store dashboard was one of them. <laughs> but the rest, I don't know. I think we were like, oh, we'll get an update on sections everywhere. I don't know. We didn't get crazy with our, our announcement, with our predictions. But certainly none of us guessed Shopify becomes your bank. Yeah, didn't didn't see that coming. I mean, at, right after they said it, it made total sense, but uh, didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, I was impressed. Uh, any other thoughts, etc., before we do a teardown? Uh, everything sounded great. Uh, I would like to know when it launches because it's all coming soon. Oh, good point. As someone who's into uh, PC gaming, soon has a very wide definition <laughs> yes they you know at every year at unite it's like coming it you know it's coming later this year is how is the phrase they use and whether or not it arrives later this year uh, flip a coin you know like i get that these are ridiculously complex tasks that i would have no hope of ever implementing myself so i i understand it i'm not criticizing but yeah that Coming soon, or coming later this year, that could mean anything. And some of the stuff's rolling out now, like the the order index update, the, the product page states. Um, but, you know, you gotta, gotta check back. Stay, usually, like, just being on their newsletter um, is the, the best way to get those updates. Hold up. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform most recommended by myself and other business leaders. In uncertain times, supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers is a strategy that will be appreciated, remembered, and shared. In good times and bad, open and empathetic communication with your customers is critical. Email is and always will be one of the best channels for delivering those communications. Email marketing is one of Klaviyo's core offerings. When you leverage personalization driven by a 360-degree view of the customer, those emails will feel even more relevant, fostering stronger relationships than ever before. Klaviyo knows how challenging it is for each and every entrepreneur to get their business off the ground, let alone navigate such trying times. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with growing your business, especially in this climate, I promise you are not alone. Klaviyo is here to help brands build relationships across any distance creating meaningful, memorable email marketing moments that last a lifetime. Visit Klaviyo.com to start a free trial. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Talk to him. So, I want to do a teardown. Good, sir. I know. You've been, uh, you've been really into these dudes, and I had to hear all about it. 
Oh, well, I did. I I bought a pair of glasses from them, but they have not arrived yet. Mm, that's no good because you bought those glasses like over a week ago, didn't you? No, no. Um, well, so I here I sent the site to my wife and I said, if you're looking for Father's Day ideas, get me a pair of sunglasses from here from these guys. And what? Tell me. Descri- you know, my description will be different than yours. Let's hear your description of of what our our next teardown candidate sells. Uh, they sell well '80s rad sunglasses. Like you're the bad guy douche in an '80s teen movie, <laughs> and you're skiing. These are what uh-huh. you wear. Okay, yes, that is perfect. <laughs> I do not have to offer a description because you nailed it. It's essential. It's chubbies for sunglasses or shinesty for sunglasses. And what's so cool about their site is they have absolutely dot just taken a deep dive into aesthetics. This site is styled like what operating system? Uh, I believe this is Windows 95. Mm. <laughs> so we're talking about, yes. he didn't say who it was. We're talking about Pit Viper Sunglasses. PitVipersunglasses.com. It's all one Load word. it up and follow along. Yeah. Uh, and also, well, here, before we get into it, uh, you saw this site, lost your mind, and then made yes. me uh, reskin your now page on your personal site to also yes. make it retro. So mm-hmm. just pimp your curdulster.com slash now, and that is also a cool 80s thing now. We also have a cool client who uh, we're going to, this is what he wants to do. He wants a website. He wants his product page for one of his products that are is retro themed. It makes sense for this. Wants to have a page template for just that page that makes it retro like an 80s computer terminal, which it, so we'd essentially use the a similar or the same style that you wrote for my personal website. Yeah, so it's cool as hell. <laughs> so if you're into like so as a recovering web designer, the websites that are like really beautiful, high style don't necessarily interest me. They impress me, but I'm not interested in love with them. Like a site like Ugly Drinks is really gorgeous. Um, but sometimes like this is too much. You know, it's not, it's taking itself too seriously, I think is my my personal issue. And that's purely subjective in me. This site is not taking itself seriously, but they have put in as much effort or, as more, or more as those like really well-designed sites. So load up for me, pitvipersunglasses.com. I've got it open on on my screen. I'm I'm screen recording it. What do you got? I got it got open it? too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's Windows ninety five. It's crazy. They made choices. I think that's what you're into. You're into <laughs> someone who's like, I'm making a choice, and we're going through it. it. Yeah, it's someone who's decisive and goes, look, this entire website is going to look like Windows ninety five, and we are committing one hundred percent to that. Also, we're gonna use profanity. A bold choice, but I still, I like it. It fits with the theme. Essentially, like, this is one of those products that you look confident. Everyone, you you feel confident because you know you look like an asshole. That's, <laughs> there's a category of menswear that fits into that area. Pit Viper sunglasses is one of them. And I truly mean that in the best way possible. These kinds of products appeal to me. I'm not sure what that says about myself. Uh, no comment. All right, first impressions. I don't like it. Pull the dagger from my heart. It's, uh-huh. it's why. Too, why do you not like it? It's too busy and too weird. 
I don't like these. Okay. Sun- I would never buy these sunglasses. And I'm kind of just like, it's it's not about selling. I understand it's b- about building an aesthetic, but yes. I just, I don't know. I, I'm just like, all right, I get it. You're silly. Okay, bye. Like, <laughs> so that's the advantage. It impresses me on a technical level that they achieved it yes. very much. In On a conversion rate level, I am not, con- I remain unconvinced. You know, and this is not a client. We don't know them. Hey, I'd love to work with them, um, but we don't know what those stats are. Again, I'm sure they make a ton of money, and I'm wrong. Yeah, they've got, I just noticed they have a, um, uh, Travis Pastrana is one of their sponsored athletes. That's cool. Um, if you're into uh, Nitro Circus was his thing back in the day. Um, okay, so on this site, it still follows like the typical layout. Like there's a, the title bar of the of the Windows window is an announcement bar that says we're still taking precautions and still shipping. Fuck you, COVID nineteen. All right, bold. But they we talked about this. You have to address are you shipping or not because people don't can't assume it anymore. Uh, um, this is silly, but if you click the close button on that bar, they took again. They took way too much time, and it like whoa. It loads different. Like phrases, taglines, and phrases, which is like, what's your say? Uh, the optimal blend of style and whatever, and then it yells at you to stop clicking on the X. Mine says demand respect and authority, which I believe is their tagline. If I click it again, yeah. All right, I'm trying to get it to yell at me. Quit clicking the X. It's hard to come up with more material. Okay, yes, you get the idea. This site's very fun. Uh, they've got this. Their hero image is this glorious looped background video that's like 10 seconds uh um, it's not even it's three seconds uh, a guy doing slot car racing it's three seconds yeah it's very it works really well it's clever and it's got the product on there like immediately you know you're in for a ride when you see this thing and the the, the weird thing for me is if you view the video they didn't pull the audio out of it they just have it muted but if you look at the video itself he's yelling he's really going like yeah like out loud <laughs> <laughs> oh i did not realize <laughs> Then if you scroll down, they've got uh, a horizontal scroller. And again, the scroll bars have been styled like Windows 95. And then they've got their, I assume they're bestsellers. And they say, get a load of these. And what's funny, like, uh, you see the the night the, the second one, the Nightfall polarized double wide. Yeah, the Hover right? State's like a grandma wearing them. Yeah, the Hover State, somebody's grandma. It's great. Oh, it's so fun. And they have... They do this thing where they have a, in addition to the product title, they give you like a little tagline. It's like the double wides. And that's where they're showing you the style. I wonder if that's like, they set that as the vendor. I see a lot of time people do that. It's a cheat. Or maybe it's a meta field. Uh, I think that's kind of in like, um, that's like the collection it's in. Like, the, okay. there's like the 2000s oh. is like that collection and that sort of stuff. Okay. And then as you scroll down, like it's another... Um, a featured collection that's apparel that matches. It's all like bike apparel that's really ridiculous. Um, and they got a sign up, email sign up form. Uh, some, another featured collection. You see on these sites, it's a lot of these like really uh, powerful sites have very long home pages, and it's a lot of featured collections and then content, like lifestyle content to go with it. And then when you finally get to the bottom, what do we got here? Oh, the, an Instagram feed that is something else. <laughs> this thing. Woo. Voted 69th best sunglass brand page by your mom. Think you've got something worthy enough for us to throw up on our social media? Go ahead. Try us. Okay. Maybe trying a little too hard with that one. If you look at the bottom. In the footer link. 
Read the links. I did not catch this last time. Oh, what, like shitty hats? Yeah, shittyhats.com. They got a Pen15 Club. ASL, which is their About Us page. So maybe they're going a little too far on some of these things where it's not obvious. Like, I only know that ASL is their About page because you hover over it. But they're 100% committed, and I respect it. So let's go into a collection page. If you hover over that Mega Menu, oh, Mega Menu, still works, still styled like everything else. Um, it's got GIFs. And it looks like, yes, it's, they've got animated GIFs on here. I have not seen that before, an animated GIF in a Mega Menu. Well, and the best thing is that they can really, like, pixelate the hell out of it and stomp on it, and it still fits with, fits with the aesthetic. Oh, good point. Yes, they can. Yeah, the site's very fast. So, uh, which of these which of these glasses do you enjoy, Mr. Rita, uh, when we pick a collection? All right, let's go to the uh, the 2000s. Let's just go to those, see what we got. All right, well, we'll head to the 2000s. I remember being, like seven years old and thinking this style sunglasses was so cool especially if they were mirrored they you know so they're t- i don't know why i thought those were so the cool. absolute top endorser they could get is if they got like an official like brett the hitman heart uh branding yes. that, yeah, that would okay that's a good description like if they had if they had like official brett hart ones that would i think really blow it up for them so the on once you're on the collection page they go three wide really big image um, I love when people have really big product photos on the collection page. And to do that, you can only, you need three columns and that's it. Um, makes it easier to see what you're looking at. I think it's the, the smart way to go. They've got filtering on the left side. And now that I'm really into filter apps for collections, I would kill to know <laughs> what app runs this. Um, and then the only thing I, I don't agree with is their choice to use uh, quick shop. Uh, they're $100 sunglasses. I don't think you're just, like, going to use QuickShop to buy them. What's wrong with going to the product page? Yeah. If you scroll further down, they do the thing you love. There is uh, featured, just featured content in there. Oh, yeah, they got a little there. thing popped in there. But what's smart is, in the third row of this collection, which is uh, five rows long, is an image of, a different, of different sunglasses from a different collection, and it says Shop Grand Prix. This is smart. They're doing internal linking between all of the collections. They know you're only gonna, you're probably only buying one pair of sunglasses. If you just pick a style, go through it, and you're halfway through it and don't see anything you like, well, you're probably not gonna make it to the bottom and find something. So they're offering you in the collection the next set. I think that's very clever. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I, I think they have like a, there's like a base form factor they have. Like these are the 2000s form factor, and the only difference is the coloring on like the rims and the lenses. So if, yeah. And like you said, if they went halfway down the page and are realizing they don't like the form factor or they don't like the colorways, they can, it's like, Oh, well maybe if you try these, like maybe you'll like those, they just don't want to lose you. Yes. And I've not seen anyone do a collection uh, like this. And I think it's really smart. This is like the, the big takeaway from this major killer. Uh, Let's all right. So let's click it. I'm gonna click Shop Grand Prix. Well, you know, do, so we'll, will you click oh. click on the the filter boxes on the left? They're instantaneous. So I'm gonna. I only want mirrored glasses. Why would you want anything else? And face with, they've got pretty normal and kind of big. All right, so I'm clicking kind of big, and mirror, and boom. All right, it it worked. Gave me fewer sunglasses, but yeah, it is instant. Yeah, it's like it runs so fast. I'm almost wondering if it's like the other ones are. 
Oh no, it's actually it's actually removing them. I thought it was like maybe they were just like hiding them, like making them like display none. But no, they're actually adding and removing them out of the out of the document, which is crazy. So is it it's crazy. Do you think that's built into the theme or that's an app? Uh I'd have to poke around more. Uh let's head to a product page. Let's go which one you click? Uh the America two thousand. Oh. And we've got our our product photo. It's a carousel. Clicking on it does nothing. That's not smart. So if I want to zoom, so we know this from uh, Baymard Institute studies, at least a third of people, if not more, when they land on a product page, the absolute first thing they do is zoom in on the photo. So you always want to make sure, like, on hover it zooms in, or uh, it opens in a light box if I click it. Here they do neither. But they also have a larger I mean, than normal yeah, it's, it, photo. It's a pretty big image. Like I think yes. I don't think you need any more than that. Yes, and they don't they don't have thumbnails here. Um, but they instead of the thumbnails, they have very clear, very obvious like scroll left right buttons. And there's only three. I mean, you're not you're yes. not scrolling through a hundred images. Yeah, how many photos do I really need for sunglasses? And then when you scroll more, because they have like the action photos below that, yes. but they're always on and always there, which I think is a really great choice. A row of four lifestyle photos, action photos, look amazing, fit with the brand, they're fun. Uh, and then when you scroll down further, you get to a um, a stats section that says the title is details for nerds.exe. And then it gives you the stats. And this is the stuff that's probably in like a meta field or tags. Uh, let's get back up in the product form. All the things they do right. One. Uh, $99 or four payments of $24.75 with Afterpay. So they offer the payment plans like we were talking about before. That helps their conversion rate. Two, yep. right up there, size chart. You can click on the size chart. It takes you down on the page. You got a big photo of the product and it oh, look gives you the sizing. You're right. And they list it in uh, Imperial and Metric and they refer to Imperial as America. And then at the bottom... Check out their featured products. The, like, you may also be interested in is a section called Unrelated Products. And the very first thing it offers me is a Kegel exerciser. Oh. And then a UV light, giant wiggle eyes. Can I buy this stuff? It's links to Amazon. It's just like an Amazon. Oh, my. They're, they're affiliate random links. Amazon products. They're random Amazon affiliate links. That's diabolical. That's yeah, crazy. Wow. Uh, I'm off. Okay. I that I've never seen. I'm offered a fake butt. <laughs> I wonder how they populate it, uh, or if it's just like random on load. I bet it's like random stupid stuff they found that pulls they from the like list. They have like a pre-selected yeah, list. Yeah, and it's unrelated products. That's very cool. Uh, in the footer, all their policies are have the heading of cranky people stuff. <laughs> That's where their contact us is. Uh, oh but let's scroll back up here. Um, all right. When you you know when you look at the that data for nerds box, data for nerds.exe. Um, got it. It's got I'm sold by now. You got an add to cart button in that box. Then you got then you got good reviews. Scroll down. Hey, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. We got a little bit of text content about here. After the text content, add to cart button. I mean, they, there's. Oh, you're right. There's three. Yeah, there's three add to cart buttons on this page. Mm -hmm. Smart. And if you click add to cart, this drawer cart opens and it is sweet. They have, um. There's a progress bar in here. So my cart is $148 right now. I got two pairs of glasses in here. And at the top it says, add $2 to activate free shit. And there's a progress bar that goes along with it. That's smart. And then below it, their cross-sell is literally a little 
little box that says, give us more money, and is advertising a similar pair of sunglasses. Uh, yeah. Like a different style, but the same color. All right. Is that an upsell? That's that a cross sell. All right. Well, I I have a cross sell for uh, like a lanyard. I think that attaches to your sunglasses. An eight dollar lanyard. All right. So when I when I added I added the cross sell. Now my cart is at two hundred seven dollars. In case I've completely lost my mind. And at the top it says great success. Select your free shit below. And down here it says um, select your free shit. And it's a little scroller. I could choose three different things. And one of them is a lanyard, so I'm going to add the lanyard. The cross-sell is still there, but it's just showing different glasses. Maybe it's random, because it's shown me three different ones right now. And then at the bottom, it says uh, the, the checkout button is my favorite label. It's the one that Amazon uses. It says proceed to checkout. And then below that, it says you get free U.S. shipping. Booyah! Now, the one thing I disagree with is they use a lot of blue text to fit this theme. The premise blue traditionally means this is a link. They're using is like a highlight where um, things that text in bold is blue in bold. So it makes it look like yeah, I could click. Yeah, it, it was. I yeah, I've, I've been clicking on stuff being like or hovering over it being like, where does that link go? And it's not a link. Yeah. So one, that's a minor issue. I mean, just doing a different color, it wouldn't be quite, quite as bad. And then once we head into the checkout, uh, it's styled, but not like extraordinarily so to match the site. But they have this like nice little custom message in here. Expect delivery delays with all services. Fuck you, COVID-19. USPS priority, now three to four business days. I like they just like casually keep saying this. Well, and, it, and that uses like a monospace uh, old computer font there to keep in with the aesthetic. Yes. But if like you're going to customize the checkout, you could probably make the whole thing that monospace. Or at least do like the headings. I think that would be cool. I would change the colors. Like I would make the colors like really wild. Yeah. Or just a background. I don't know. Maybe the checkout is sacred to even these people. Yeah, good point. But yeah, no, this just for pure ridiculousness, style and execution. I greatly enjoy the site. It is a ton of fun um, and I'm sure was really quite difficult and took someone a lot of work to do. I'd love to know who did it. If somebody knows, reach out. I Just so I could say, wow, that was cool. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it is an achievement. I will give it that. All right, Mr. Rita, any closing thoughts? Anything else you would like to say before we wrap it up? We've gone a little long. Yeah, no, this is fine. Uh, no, that's it. Uh, everyone uh, keep uh, keep on keeping on. <laughs> yeah, I keep, like, join our Facebook group. Um, there's just been a lot of lot of activity, a lot of stuff going on. Search on official Shopify Podcast Insiders on there. And as well, well, what else did I have to say? Oh, you know what? That's it. Just join our Facebook group, and I will see you there. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. Let's get out of here. Ugh, See you, Paul. You love those. Big news from our friends at Out of the Sandbox this month. Their newest theme just launched. It's called Flux. And it's for those of us who loved all the bells and whistles and turbo, but thought, I need more of this. That's where Flex is a game changer for you. It can be configured in an endless number of ways thanks to more layout and section options than ever, more granular control of settings, and easy addition of custom CSS through the theme editor. It's perfect for development agencies like ourselves, as well as e-commerce entrepreneurs like you looking to create a unique online store experience for your customers. Now here's the coolest part. Flex has a new Demo Shop Import feature that allows you to fast-track your shop setup based on any of 12 demo shops. 
you get all of the theme settings, layouts, content, and sections used in that demo shop of your choice applied automatically to your store. You can check Flex out right now at outofthesandbox.com. And if you like it, take 20% off the purchase price when you use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's outofthesandbox.com and code PODCAST20. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.